Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me are the world-famous Pot Brothers at Law, Mark and Craig Wasserman, and Mr. Joe Grande, and you're now tuned in to the Cannabis Talk 101. We want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101, all around the world. And if you want to join us, call us at 1-800-420-1980, guys. Go ahead and leave a message and make sure you check out our IGs for daily information and learn the script and so much more. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Mr. Craig Wasserman, let us know what's going down in cannabis news. Welcome, welcome to show everybody out there. This is really, this really is pissing me off reading this breaking news story about uh, uh, Bloomberg News reported that Harris, Kamala Harris, is now flip-flopping on her position to decriminalize and legalize cannabis. It is being said that her positions are now closer to Biden's, which he wanted to deschedule and maybe do some expungements, but not fully decriminalize it. I mean, he was caught during the campaign saying, you know, it's a gateway drug still. He had to backtrack on that shit. And Kamala Harris back last year with the Moore Act supported decriminalization of cannabis. And now it looks like she is changing her opinion. The uh, some of her staffers have indicated her positions are now the same as Biden's. Wow. Although, although previously she said <laughs> and repeatedly discussed cannabis decriminalization while she was on the trail for running for president. She similarly said during a vice presidential debate last year that she would decriminalize marijuana and expunge the records of those who have been convicted of marijuana. Now she's backtracking and merely talking about expunging records and decriminalizing rather than legalizing there's a big difference between decriminalizing and legalizing and we try to make that point all the time that there is not one state in the united states that where it's actually legal 
it's all decriminalized an ounce or under is you know is legal but it's really decriminalized to no crime because anything over that ounce that you carry could be a misdemeanor and is therefore illegal but the fact that she is pivoting is just i mean it just shows you that these politicians people have asked me oh you should run you should run for senate you should run for office i'm like there's no way <laughs> once you get there, I don't know if it's forced on you or you just don't, you lose your spine or whatever the fuck, but, you know, changing tune like that and not pushing Biden to get along with the program that all other major Democrats support, especially in the House of Representatives, like they did last year with the Moore Act and the States Act, uh, it, it's just very, very disheartening. What do you guys think? Well, I definitely think that, uh, you know, uh, they don't know what's going on I, I, at all. I don't think at all. You know, I mean, I think that they want to know um, what's going on with the cannabis industry, um, but I think that they still want to make more money off of it, <laughs> and they're yeah. finding ways to do that. Well, Craig, I, I, I mean, actually, I mean that's a good point. But you would think if they really wanted to make money off it, they'd go ahead and legalize it federally, and you know, and that's going to be one of the problems. And that's why there was a lot of people who didn't like the Moore Act, even though it did deschedule cannabis from the schedule list it's still it it it, it still meant for the rich well, well all the regulations right, right. and almost any every state except from what i understand we only do california law is oklahoma well, oklahoma a couple grand you get a license 30 days you're you can start you know trying to operate craig right. let Here, me ask you in craig. california it's do you have a you know hundred thousand two hundred fifty thousand do you have a million dollars to start a cannabis business? right craig are you and, su- are you surprised craig did Kamala Harris change your opinion? I am. You know what? You know what? That's a good question, Blue. <laughs> Are you surprised? And and I ask you because when yes. we when we when we talked about this and knowing that she was uh, personally responsible for putting you know more minorities in prison than any other you know whatever attorney in, general in, attorney general in the, in the world. And then she, well, she's. I don't know about the world, Blue, but in California. Well, definitely in California, right? And and she's sitting there, and 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 we had this discussion in, in previous, you know, uh, shows. But and now she's flip flopping, and and I think she was flip flopping for the vote, you know. But now I look at it and I go, wow, and it looks that way, Blue. Yeah, you know? and you I know, said call that. It, call it what it is. I call I mean, it. If you go out there and you and, and to get the vote, you're you're trying to appeal to the masses and what people want across the United States, a majority of people across the United States wants it legalized um, in one fashion or another, at least. And, you know, she's, she's pushing for this saying, I'm going to do this my first day, I'm going to do this. And then the flop because, because the president isn't on board with that. That's not what she was brought on board for. She was brought on board as an independent voice. And, you know, whether the president likes it or not, this is my opinion. This is what I think. That's what a vice president should do, not be a puppet to the president like the last one was a puppet to the president. And this Absolutely. is no better. And I'm going to call it what it is. It's it's shameful if, in fact, she really is backtracking from pushing forward. And what's going to be real interesting is that they're going to bring the, the, the Democratic controlled Senate is going to bring a bill to the floor. Unlike in years past, when the House of Representatives would bring a bill, it would die on the Senate floor with McConnell's feet. Now we got a Senate run, uh, the Democratic run Senate, they're going to bring that bill. And should it fall strictly on party lines, it's 50 50. Yeah, so but what is she going to do? She is the deciding vote, she is the tiebreaker. 
Well, here, what is she going to do? Here's what go with what the people want. They're going to go back to putting people in prison, bro. Well, well, I mean, that's it's what not, they're going to do. Going back to that, I don't think that's. I don't know, man. I don't think that. I, I don't There's think, money in putting people in prison. There's money well, in too, it. You can't too. fix the problem. I mean, but, but to to uh, follow up with another story that I picked up, Biden's pick for Merrick Garland, who was once appointed, was once. Uh, um, put in the running for Supreme Court justice that uh, Mitch McConnell wouldn't allow at the end of Obama's term because it was too close to the election, even though they did the same thing with their picks when it was close to the election. But be that as it may, um, Merrick Garland has indicated that in in going back to the Cole memo, which was under the Obama administration of letting state, letting people who are compliant with their state laws you know, it's an it's not a it, what Merrick Garland said was it's not a useful use of limited resources to go after people who are complying with state marijuana laws. He also cited cannabis enforcement as another example of racial discriminatory impact on the criminal system. So, I mean, he goes on to say one of the big things driving arrests in this country, stunningly to me, even that is still the case are marijuana arrests. We had in 2019 more marijuana arrests for possession than all violent crime arrests combined. This wow. is the second time I'm reading this in a news article. And uh, this was Cory Booker said, in addition to those arrests, they fall disparately on black, brown Americans, despite the fact white people use cannabis at a comparable rate. Well, I mean, I mean, it's I mean, it's nice to know that the AG is not going to be looking to go after cannabis businesses who are compliant in their states. And plus, we, we still have the rider to the spending bill that prevents the DOJ from spending a dime on prosecuting a state licensed company that's in compliance with the state laws. So those are all good things. And the, one more thing from the Biden story, you know, being pissed off that Harris is doing this flip flop, if in fact that she is, this is kind of interesting. And kind of a little silver lining, I guess, from Biden is that the administration is instituting a new policy of granting waivers to some White House staff who've used cannabis. The Office of Personnel Management has also distributed a memo last week to federal agencies stipulating that admitting to past marijuana should not automatically disqualify people from being employed in the federal government. So, I mean, if they start, you know, I guess if you're in the government, you got to take a polygraph test. I don't know. I wouldn't be in it. But who's gonna, hey, I used weed last year. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's who's going to admit that unless I mean, you got to answer those questions truthfully on one on on those on those applications for federal employment. So the fact that they apparently going to back off that, I mean, that's a little bit of a first step. But the fact that Harris is is backtracking and saying let's decriminalize. And expunge rather than legalize. It's it's just sad that if she's conforming to the president's uh, limited, pathetic view on cannabis. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to to kind of see what what happens through this this whole you know uh, the next four years, right? I mean, I I think that there's gonna be a, a lot of uh, you know, changes, you know, and I think that these changes are going to happen very quickly because um, in, in, four years is quick. Let's just be honest. But with with the cannabis in particular, I, I think that, you know, there is 
too many there's an overwhelming amount of people that are on board and and they're they're on board because of a lot of great purposes and i'll i'll, I'll t- talk to you about a few is just the hemp you know in itself right being able to create cars out of hemp being able to create paper and clothing out of hemp t- shoes t-shirts i mean you know the list goes on you know the desk that we're sitting on can be a fully hemp you know you know show set this everything can be made out of hemp and not only that it's better for our environment and our community so when when and the words out like the words out we all know and creating so jobs it's it's creating jobs it's it's re-stimulating our community it's it's getting people well from from health and and illnesses and then on on top of that on a recreational level or an adult use level you, use. yeah Remember, you, it's adult use. you still have you still have the ability to enjoy yourself and and, and enjoy a high if you will instead of getting a like you would say a three martini lunch or whatever you know you should be able to go and take an edible or have a drink that contains cannabis and it shouldn't be looked yeah, upon I mean, it, it's un, it's unfortunate that you know I, I can't think maybe peanut you can look look it up real quick how old biden is you know we, we i think moving forward i mean there should be some kind of a rule that you know someone shouldn't be uh leading 78 178 178 178 wait i can't remember those old moral values that look down on on cannabis as reefer madness still and i don't think he can get over it and he might not ever be able to get over it at his age and what his beliefs has been for his whole entire political career um so it's just it's it's sad i mean what's really sad i guess we'll see this play out and i'll continue to report on it is that marijuana moment which is a a leading magazine for marijuana and cannabis uh uh, issues reached out to three three press staffers for the vice president's office for clarification guess what they did not respond wow well now they did say they didn't respond by the time of the publication of the article i'm reading so Crossing my fingers, we'll get some clarity and maybe maybe even some pushback on her. And uh, we need to voice that opinion, whether it be by uh, emails to the vice president, emails to your uh, Senate, to your uh, state leaders that this is unacceptable and we need to move forward and get on with the business of cannabis, which is clearly here. Well, it's clearly here. And Absolutely. the fact that they're still fighting it is just beyond me. I mean... What was it, North Dakota or South Dakota? The people of the state passed an initiative, and the state brought a suit against the initiative that the people passed on a technicality, saying, "No, we want to overturn what the people want." Well, aren't our elected officials there to vote what we want? You know Isn't what? That it works. Not what they want is what we want. And that was Craig Wasserman with Cannabis Talk One on One News. And when we come back, guys, Derek Upton. Private Chef, right here live with us. We'll be right back. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. 
So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. I'm Blue. Alongside of me is Craig Wasserman. Right here live on Cannabis Talk 101, we have Derek Upton, a professional private chef based in Phoenix, Arizona, building built a brand in the cannabis industry. He considers himself a pioneer in the cannabis food movement for over a decade, being featured on local and national platforms like Netflix, uh, shows cooked... I'm sorry, what was it called, Derek? Oh, Cooked with Cannabis. Cooked with Cannabis. Yeah, it looked yeah. like a, I, I'm dyslexic. I read it backwards. HBO Live, <laughs> Wasteland TV, uh, Digi Dave, MTV, and uh, so much more. Welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you guys for having me here. I'm, you know, I'm glad to be here. Awesome, dude. So tell me. Yes, tell, us a little, tell us a little bit about yourself. So yeah, man, I started in the music industry uh, before I was a chef uh, as a professional studio drummer. I've been cooking my whole life. You know, and, and it just turned into something that was more of a, of a passion for me, more fulfilling for me. You know, I love bringing people together over food and, and cooking for them. And, and, you know, I've been in the cannabis space uh, since I was, you know, in my 20s. And, uh, you know, it only made sense as I started to cook more professionally that it made sense to put cannabis and food. You know, it's helping me with my depression, helping me with my things in my life. And I knew that other people needed that. And I knew that, 
you know, it, we had to get away from brownies and munchies and, and elevate it and redefine the cannabis industry and get away from that stoner mentality, like you said before, Craig. You know, um, I'm cannabis culture. You know, I believe in plants. I believe that's going to heal people. I believe that it's going to bring a huge uh, wave of hope for people that want to get off pharmaceuticals, you know? And so um, that's been my journey. That's been my mission with cannabis and food. Uh, you know, I, I, I professionally cook um, private or professionally privately as a private chef, but I cook professionally with cannabis, you know, and I educate. And I think the education is monumental, um, you know, in what I do, you know, because I think that what I do is such niche, uh, such a niche area uh, with with uh, it being a part of healing and looking at it in a different way rather than getting just getting high, you know, and so that's been my mission, man. That's that's been what I'm trying to do for well over a decade now. Fantastic. Yeah, that's something that I need because I can't do edibles. The last time I did any type of infused an infused dinner, oh my god, we were shooting a Vice show, Vice TV at a Tepon place, and dinner went like two hours late, and when they brought the food. I was starving, so I ate mine. I ate my wife's. I ate, I don't know, I just, all of it. Oh, my God. And and it was, and I'm not really a sativa guy, and it was sativa. And, oh, my God, I, I thought my mind was never going to stop racing the entire night. And, See, uh, what I do uh, what I do with cannabis, man, is, is I don't, I give the, the client an option. You know, I start off with a small dosage. Uh, along with CBD, I, I utilize terpenes, raw flour, distillates, concentrates, as well as you know powders and stuff like that. But I give I give the client an option to have more if they want or not have it. So I don't actually infuse every piece of the food. I infuse it while I'm plating it, so that I can give them 15 milligrams. Nice. Or if they only want five milligrams, I can give them five milligrams. How do you do you that? Know? Uh, because I, I either do like oil, or I'll do a tincture, or I'll make like. A, like a concentrated tincture and a couple drops. You know, I do the math. Uh, how, however much cannabis I'm using for how much, however much liquid I'm going to decarboxylate into. Um, you know, and then I do the math. Okay, this couple drops of the tincture is 10 milligrams. You know, and so I, I gauge it out that way so that I can control their their journey and they well, don't get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they're not a thousand milligrams in laying on the floor spinning like that's fun. You, you know, know what I mean? Know. And I like to I like to educate on, on how that affects the endocannabinoid system and what the endocannabinoid system is. And most people don't even know what that is, you know, and they don't know that we are made to receive cannabinoids. And and I think that, that that's a beautiful thing uh, in itself to, to understand and learn and how it can help and promote the body in such a positive way. So I try to gauge all of that. Um, and I think about the client when I'm trying to, you know, feed them and when I'm making my infusions. You know, Derek, Derek this, one, one of the things is involved with the Netflix original show <laughs> cooked with cannabis. So I you know, I've been posting cannabis infused food and, and working with the local companies here in Arizona for quite some time on social media. And they actually found my food on a hashtag um, on, on Instagram and they reached out to me. I actually didn't even know it was Netflix until like three months later. Uh, once they had me sign the contract, you know, wow. and then they're like, oh, by the way, this is Netflix and it's the very first of its kind on Netflix, you know, showcasing high end food and not just munchies. Right. You know, and, and the education. I, I did a whole three course meal, um, you know, uh, on Netflix and, and nobody's really doing that anymore or uh, yet. And so, um, but yeah, they, they found me on social media. You know, that's how that's probably been the biggest uh, catalyst to my success is being able to leverage community support. Uh, on on Instagram and, and social media in general. That's awesome, Very man. Very cool. Very cool. 
Yeah, so yeah man, got- it's been a lot of fun. Now we have a chopped 420. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I can't I, I can't technically say say too much about it yet. Right, we get um, It's not out yet, but that's on Food Network. It's coming, right? huh? Yes, yes, sir. It's a... Uh, that's going to be the first of its kind. Give us a little uh, sizzle. You know? Give us a little sizzle. A little, what do you mean? A little sizzle I mean, about is that, it. Tell is, us. That the, is that like the, because I don't watch a lot of the Food Network shows, but is that one of those where people compete and you have your judges? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we were four, four chefs that competed three rounds. Uh, we had mystery ingredients that we had no idea what they were until we got there. Um, and we had to also then infuse food. We were only allowed two milligrams uh, per plate. You know, but it was for the purpose, not so much of actually getting the judges, you know, uh, a bunch of TCM, you know what I mean? Uh, but, it, you know, that show is legit hard. Nice. Legit, it is hard. You is know, there any I, uh, time frame that one might drop? Uh, uh, don't know the time frame. I know that they're editing right now. I'm hoping that they're trying to drop it on 420 uh, because that would be awesome because my Netflix show came out on 420 last year. So it would just be cool to have another show. Um, it, it would only make sense that they would drop their first kind of a show on, you know, on 420. You know, uh, what? but I have no exact dates yet. One of the things I like though that that you mentioned, Derek, is that, you know, when you're dosing it, you dose it at the table for them, or you know, either you have the conversation be pre, pre the time they eat, right. and whatnot. You know, because I think it's super important. You know, a lot of newbies out there that have never actually uh, smoked cannabis or have eaten edibles, they don't understand. You know, wh- right. what kind of journey they're about to go on. You know, and exactly. And so by by dosing it you know, having that communication with them, you're really getting to the insides of, you know, who you're dealing with. You know, someone, someone sits there and goes, Hey man, you know, I I eat edibles all the time. I, you know, I I could do a thousand milligrams and you're like, are you sure? You know, (laughs) right. You know, you have that, you know, and a lot, a lot of the time I'm in a client's home and you know, they're also wanting, you know, a nice fine wine, you know? So I, I never, I never give them alcohol. Uh, when I do dinners, uh, I never provide alcohol because I think that that process is just not great. Uh, but if they're having alcohol, I could low dose them, you know, very low dose if they're having some wine, you know what I mean? So they can still have a good time and not not take it to a place that they can't come back from, you know. Um, so for, it's just it, it's just better that way. So run me through like if I wanted to to hire you for a private event. Hey, the you know Cannabis Talk One Hundred and One team is going to have a, a a Christmas party. I was going to ask him. I want him over at the house first. Yeah, Let's go, man. yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. So we, we bring you over. We get you out here. You know what what does something like that cost us for? Let's just say ten people. And um, you know we we want to have a good time. We want to eat some good good quality food and something healthy. But uh, you know have a good time. Well, in a situation like that, um, if I'm traveling out of state, obviously there's travel costs involved. Um, but uh, everything I do in Arizona, I, ch- I charge 165 a head, and that includes everything. That includes your custom menu, your ingredients, your shopping, the prepping, the cooking, the plating, uh, your infusions, and paired smokables if you so choose to. Uh, and a dab bar, I have sponsors that will you know give me concentrates for for events, and so that includes the whole package. Um, you know, so that that's about what we would we would be looking at, you know, um, but what you're getting is you're getting an experience that you can't find in a restaurant anywhere, um, you know, in your own home, you know, your own home is your best restaurant these days with COVID and pandemic happening, you know, um, so I mean, that's the kind of the ballpark, but you know, we could definitely have a conversation, you know, that's, that's not said. So I mean, if you're looking at a high end experience at a restaurant, you're looking at buck 50, 150 bucks. Yeah, a, exactly. a, a couple drinks, maybe 200 right. ahead. 
Right. You know? So some that, of these parts, some of these chefs here in town are charging like two fifty a ticket, and they're not wow. even infusing it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, just so to that's show like up. six courses and wine pairings, but like it's the equivalent, you know, in right. my in my world, you know. Um, but I think that I think that this experience is. You know, I cook for people from all walks of the all all walks of life, pro athletes to wealthy people to to not, you know. And I think that this is going to become a thing tell, that tell, is going to be a household thing. And I think people need to have the education. Derek, and let, I think that people like you are the ones that are making it really be seen, you know. Derek, let us know some of the celebrities that you have worked with. Um, well, uh, David Spade, uh, Michael Rappaport. Nice. I've uh, cooked for Khalees, um, you know, Alaska Thunderfuck, uh, famous drag queen. Um, I cook for Richard Rawlings, the Gas Monkey Garage. Fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, Daniel Munio from uh, uh, Tennessee Titans, uh, Cal Quintrell, uh, the pitch from Cleveland Indians, uh, to name a few that I, I've been cooking for recently. And I have some couple others that I can't mention yet uh, until they become actual clients. But uh, yeah, you know, I've been, been so grateful and lucky to meet amazing people and just have a great network. Now, do you have a website? Awesome. Yes, I do. You, uh, people can reach me at, at www.chefderekaz.com. And you can find all the things you need uh, to reach out to me and all social media and everything. Fantastic, man. That's awesome. So, you know, I, I want to tell you this is that, you know, the way that you're you're delivering this, you know, you're all obviously using licensed cannabis products, right? Absolutely. Right. So, so absolutely. How does that work? I mean, do you go to like your, your licensed facility locally, pick it up and you do the shopping for them just like you would do grocery shopping? Yeah. I mean, I have some friends in the industry that, um, uh, you know, sponsor me and, and have my back because they see what I'm doing. And I've worked with them before I was even a cannabis chef. I knew these guys and I always sought out the best quality heads and flowers and concentrates that I could find because I felt that the good medicine in was good medicine out. And um, so I always curate specific strains and quality for each client because I think it matters. Just like I would go and get the best meats and the best produce and you know all of the best fresh herbs. I feel like it's the same thing and I think it needs to be given that respect. Nice, that's an awesome. Absolutely. Well there it is guys, it's Cannabis Talk 101. When we come back, we're gonna do the high five with Derek Upton right here on Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Get lit, stay fit, and smoke that shit. (laughs) Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 here with Derek Upton. Derek, man, is a professional chef. Professional chef right here. Private chef working by himself. And what was your website again, man? Uh, ChefDerekAZ.com. That's awesome. If you guys want a a private sit-down, you know, in your home, gourmet meal with quality cannabis this is your guy guys so right now it's time for the high five right here on cannabis talk 101 are you familiar with the high five Derek? i am let's go he said let's (laughs) go all right question number one how old were you the first time you smoked and where did you get it from uh i was 15 years old uh some friends of mine that i grew up with that i'm still friends with today greg and sean um, you know, we were kind of the guys who kind of did everything together, got drunk together, smoked weed for the first time together. So, you know, that was my group of guys. We're about 15, 16 years old. Nice. Do you remember nice, what your... Nice. Go ahead. Question number two. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? I'm old school, man. So I grew up with old school mama. So, yep, I smoke. I smoked the joints, um, you know, um, a pipe every once in a while. But mostly I like to roll joints just because it's old school, you know, and I just how i do it so you know old dog new tricks you know favorite flower uh-huh. what, what's the favorite flower you I put in you. it favorite flower you like you know what i mean brand Ooh, my favorite brand that's not the question this is part yeah. of the same question um favorite brand of cannabis Ooh, i'd have to say that uh you know honestly red 22 if you guys have smoked that yeah um, i smoked that recently and it's probably on my top right now they no. just put out some serious serious buds right now i've heard of them um yeah yeah big shout out to shavo you know me and him have a little conversation happening nice. um but uh no yeah it's, it's great it's just great stuff it's just well well made fantastic question number three of the high five craziest place you've ever used cannabis or smoked it oh man i don't know um well craziest place would have to probably be in church wow <laughs> on a mission on a on a missions trip when I was like 16 or 17. <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you may as well get high in the house yeah. of God. Yeah, try, Hey, you know, all the herbs of the earth, right? Right? Yeah. What, where was it at? That's right. God, God didn't want us to have it. He wouldn't have grown yeah. it wild. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. I can't it's, believe we did that. But, you know, hey, 
<laughs> hey, that's great. That's great. Question number four. What is your go-to munchies when you get high? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, blackout berry body armor and a Reese's, Reese's, king-size Reese's sticks. Nice. What is blackout berry body armor? Body armor? It's like a, a, a electrolyte drink. It's like gotcha. a fruit, fruit drink, but it's like, you know, less sugars, but it's just so delicious. It's a food. Um, what what you, what'd you call sticks. it? I know it's a weird combo, but we've, we've heard a lot worse. Trust me. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. We heard the church one was pretty good, but, I, you know, that, that was pretty good. <laughs> that might have been first. That I might mean, have been, yeah, first. the first one. That, maybe the first time someone admitted it. That's for sure. Yeah. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Right. I mean, I've heard about it. Uh, if you, Okay. Question number five of the high five. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Robin Williams. Why? I think oh, uh, because great. I think, yeah, man, I think uh, I, I think I've thought about this question myself before. Um, but I think I, I, I don't know. I just I, as a young kid, I fell in love with the energy that Robin Williams gave off. Yeah, uh, he was just so genuine and just loving. You can feel it through the television. And I think that being able to sit down and have a conversation with him and smoke and just talk and have him just kind of like feed feed some light into you man and some knowledge i think would be an amazing experience yeah robin awesome. williams was 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 the man that dude was. yeah my, my my brother said he i don't know if it was a documentary uh, i didn't see it but that uh he had a disease that actually caused him to do the suicide i don't know yeah that's what, that. yeah that's what i heard yeah. it wasn't just like i'm gonna kill myself type thing it was no. it was like a disease that caused it yeah it was a disease that made him kind of just kind of not not in touch with reality anymore and it just unfortunate is he was he's one of those ones you don't never want to see hear a story like that because yeah you oh, see yeah. him and you're just like you he just flows with love you know and it's just sad maybe, maybe just a little sad. more cannabis would have helped you, Do you know? remember your, you know hey you never know you remember Brian your Eels, favorite bro. movie you, f- you remember yes. your favorite movie by him say that again your favorite movie by robin williams do you remember it oh uh yes the movie where he goes to heaven I forget what it's called now. Um, he goes, his wife dies and he's like distraught and then he dies and he meets his wife in heaven and they basically walk through heaven together. And the whole like scene is like, basically it looks like an oil painting. Um, it's just, a is trip it, is it by, I think it's called uh, Bicentennial uh, man walk in the light or something like that. I've never huh? heard of that one. I've yeah. Seen you a should, lot of his... you should check it out. It was what, amazing. what dreams may come. Dreams may come. There it is. <coughs> yeah, yep, that's the one. I mean, he had so many d- damn good hits. Uh, you know, Bicentennial Man, uh, Giamanji was was huge. Oh yeah, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, Jumanji. J- Jumanji. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire, that's a classic. That's a classic, right? This guy was Goodwill Hunting was Mork, a masterpiece. Mork and Mindy, man. Mork and Mindy. Jeez, right. You guys too young for that? No, oh, come on, Nanu Nanu. Also old school stuff. Yeah, remember the Nanu Nanu? What are you talking? Oh yeah, about? yeah. Nanu, yeah. yeah, that was hot. I wonder hot. if he smoked a lot of weed. I, I don't know. If I've never done any kind of research on whether he did actually smoke cannabis or not. I'm sure he probably did. Oh, it for sure, you would, for sure, you would dude. Being in the I mean, Hollywood scene, everybody else he was hanging out was yeah. Just to keep him sane the way he was so high octane. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So Derek, yeah, his brain never stopped. Derek, tell us, man, you know, like, you know, do you see kitchens throughout, you know, the United States that are going to be with chefs that are infusing cannabis, just rolling out here in the next 10 years? What if you had a magic ball, a crystal ball, what would you think, man? 
I, I, re- I really do think so. I think that's been, it's going to be the new the new wave of the future. I mean, you we put all the other medicinal valued plants in food. We're always looking for the health and the organic and the better. You know what I mean? I don't I don't see why we wouldn't start putting that in food. I think that there's a lot of there's a road to be paved with you know with regulations on that and sure. how that is moved forward. But I think that there's already places that are showing signs of that, like Lowell, Lowell Cafe, yeah. and, you know, in LA. You know, there's a dispensary here in Arizona that has a kitchen inside of the dispensary. Uh, it's cardholder only, um, but you know, it's happening. They have a Lowell more... Cafe cook infused food. No, what just... they no what they allow you to do is to consume cannabis right while, while you order food from their from right. their cafe. Right, right. You know, so but like really no one, there's really no one out there selling no doing infused food there's really no there's really no regulations on on how we can do that publicly yet um you know and regulate it and so uh, that's where the issue is you know everything i do is word of mouth and kind of underground i don't advertise publicly as far as sell tickets you know social media everything i do um but more and more and more people every week every day uh reach out to me because they want this as a private chef i mean if I'm hiring you to come cook for me and I say, I want you to cook this, as long as you're not selling me weed uh, illegally, you buy all the ingredients. It's just another ingredient. I don't right. see anything illegal about that. Well, you know, I, I sell I sell tickets for food and I get cannabis donated. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, and that's, that's really the wordage and verbiage that I use and everything I do is I'm not selling cannabis. I'm selling food um, and there happens to be cannabis at the same time. Sure. You know, and and I so the, far, I mean, I, I try to keep myself low key as possible because obviously I don't want to. today. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> hey, you know, 129 countries. You just blasted. 129 countries. I think you got to push brownies uh, boundaries at some point, right? Oh, you got to, and I don't think there's anything wrong with what you're doing. You know, no. it's it's especially I think the key is a private chef. You know, right. if you're out there to the public. You know, then you have your regulations, FDA, food and health, and blah blah blah. But as a as a private chef, I mean, I can hire anybody I, mean, I want. Yeah, you can consume cannabis on a private on a private residence on private Correct. property. Sure. Correct. So if I'm Correct. doing it on private property, I mean, it's the same thing. And like I have I have a partnership coming uh, happening with a, a a hotel here that approached me that wants to turn their sky deck into a consumable dinner lounge essentially and do dinners with me. You know, but it's on once you check into a hotel, that's private residence. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, what they allow. Right. You know, and so there's things like that that are starting to pop up where people, you know, people want this. And I think it's it's going to be forced, uh, you know, by people like me doing out here and showing what it could be the right way. And I think that's the key. I'm not out here going, hey, let's get fucking high. And right. do you know, I'm out here like, hey, let's talk about how cannabis is healing and helping people and how it helped me. And let's bring that vehicle in with fine dining, beautiful, gorgeous looking food. Right. You know, I think that, I think to where that that's you can the get difference. It, to where you can get up after dinner. And like me, if I go to dinner, I may have, you know, max, well, two, three vodka soda waters. Right. You know, max. I can get up and leave and I'm not wasted. I'm not impaired. But I'm right. feeling a little, I'm feeling good, you know, and that's, and that's, I think, where we commend you on being able to get to a point where you can actually serve your infused food, knowing that, okay, if someone has a low tolerance, like I'm telling you, you're going to know to give me X amount, no matter how much right. food is on my plate. Right. It's not like it's all infused. I only better eat a quarter of it. Right. You know, it'll be 
you know, well distributed or however you do it. Yeah. Um, so I can get up and leave like any other dinner. Unless exactly. I say, you know what, I'm at home. I want to go to bed after this. Load me up. <laughs> I want to create memories and memorable experiences. I don't want to create hangovers and blackouts. You know, you, you Derek, know I mean? Derek. Very good. Very good. Hey, tell us, tell us where everybody can find you across your, all your social media and websites. Yeah, absolutely. They can find me on Facebook uh, at uh, the Chef Derek Upton. So Facebook slash dot uh, com slash Chef Derek Upton uh, on IG at the underscore AZ Cannabis Chef. And you hit me up on my website, ChefDerekAZ.com. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Derek, we want to thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. We do. That's right. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.